Welcome, uh, welcome aboard the special edition uh, March Madness pod for the Never Any Glory podcast. Um, a little different crew this evening. I'm Nick Schillig, uh, joined with the Zuston brothers. So we have it's Nick no- and Akron. That's Nick and Akron. It's Nick and Akron, yeah, yeah, yeah. We have no adult supervision again tonight, so uh, we're just going to talk about the greatest time of the year, as, as far as I know. Um, it's pretty John simple. North- they put three of America's most wanted in the same place at the same time. God damn right, and welcome. We are we uh, we're snowed in this evening, so uh, Sean, Mark, you guys uh, really cued into this New Orleans Mount St. Mary's matchup as we're recording Tuesday night at seven. Oh, well, oh yeah, locked in. How can you not take New Orleans in this matchup? The sheer thought of just New Orleans during this time of the year. Oh, I'm taking New Orleans, baby. I'm not. They're they're too busy thinking about Mardi Gras. They, their minds ain't on the court. Their minds are elsewhere. Mount St. Mary sounds too underwater. That's you though. You would take the religious school. I'll take I'll take the non I'll take the agnostic atheist school and you'll take the religious school. I like this. New Orleans Mount St. Mary's. They're double worshippers. Shilly, who are you gonna break this tie with? I um I got the over. So over one thirty two and (laughs) can't even take it squad. Yeah, I bet this game. I bet this game. All right, before we jump into the brackets, guys, you can um Check us out on Twitter at Glory Podcast. Um, the official NCA Twitter feed will be NEG Pod CFB. So we're uh, we're going to be tweeting that out. I, I might be handling that. And then uh, coming up in a couple weeks, the uh, NEG Pod MLB will take off as well. Um, hopefully, that's in two weeks. That would mean uh, Luke and Matt Moner um, are heading to the state tournament, coaching their respective high school basketball teams. So um, you can also check us out, Never Ending Glory Podcast, on Facebook, iTunes, and uh, SoundCloud. So, uh, Who's winning WrestleMania? Real hot one, real quick, Joe. Like, which match? Who cares? Just pick one. Oh, you, Sean, there's, there's matches all over. Oh, yeah, all of them, huh? I mean, I mean we're thinking, we're thinking about doing a podcast for that, but it's definitely going to be uh, Brock Lesnar's going to be Goldberg. Um, I'm trying to think of more. Kevin Owens so, is going to be Jericho. What? What's the line on Goldberg winning? Goldberg, like plus six, seven, eight hundred. So, man, that'd be sweet if he won, though. Yeah, he's not going to. They they've built it up that Lesnar's going to take over. I, Bill Goldberg was just a three uh, four month thing, so he's about done. Awesome. All right, <laughs> let's, let's get to the good minutes, stuff. Man. Let's get to the good stuff. All right, so we are um, before we get in the bracket here. I mean, obviously, the brackets came out on Sunday. Um, guys, did you have any initial thoughts of people that got snubbed, people that got left out, or or seating issues? Um, Sean, start with you. The one team I would have liked to see make it, Illinois State. Dan Muller actually came out, um, I think, Sunday night and then also Monday morning on some of the radio circuit and basically just threw everybody under the bus. They called 30 teams heading into the season. No one wanted to schedule them. They'd come to their place. And, you know, a team like Ohio State, you know, it, it, I do kind of I find that kind of funny. They, they, I guarantee they would have called that. That had no business or didn't want any part of it because he would they would have got trounced this year by Illinois State. So I'd have liked to see Cinderella get another chance over USC specifically. And I probably would have put in Syracuse over USC. But, you know, uh, you can't make a big stink about a team that won two road games. I, I mean, that in their conference. I mean, that's just a fact. So. Um, show. I know you want to ride on that geek that is John, Jim Beheim. Oh my! God. Well, you kind of touched on my main point, but first of all, 
their their RPI was eighty four. It would have been the highest ever. Yeah, but the RPI is literally fraught with error. Like statistically, it's a really poor analysis. I mean, you could go off ESPN's made out made up thing that is a bunch of garbage as well. But yeah, uh, well that yeah that's worse. They played thirteen road games, and all of them were mandated by. Uh, their conference. So they either played conference games, and then the one game I think they played Wisconsin, the big, uh, you know, the the ACC, ACC Big Ten Big yeah. Ten Challenge. So that would have they didn't play anybody out. They had so many bad losses, and you know if you're gonna play thirty, you know, play thirty good games, yeah, you're gonna win ten of them. But um, you know, I I just think they're garbage. Mark, Mark, you got anything on seating issues or who got in, who got left out? I mean, I don't really have much of an argument, but I really like TCU, but they ended up going 19 and 15. The Big 12 was tough, so, I mean, I really can't make much of an you argument You bet them, like, them. three times, and that's your team. You're on. I didn't bet them at all. I didn't bet them at all. You they bet them, like, two, a week ago. I bet them once. They beat Kansas in the— You just uh, said you didn't bet them at all, and then you're like, I bet them once. You bet them this weekend. You said I bet them three times, so what are we going to have it? Your way or my way? Obviously, you it's ending in my way. No. You're a liar. So anyways, let me get to it. They beat Sean's pathetic Illinois State team that literally didn't play anyone, okay? And Illinois State also lost to San Francisco, and they lost by 40 to Wichita State twice. They beat Wichita so, State once. Well, uh, yeah, in the regular uh, season, they lost by 20. They had a guy hurt Well, they lost by 20. They lost by 20. Bill Russell uh, went to San Francisco. Have, show okay. some goddamn respect. Okay, well, since you're not going to let anyone finish, they lost by 41 to Michigan uh, to uh, Wichita State a month ago. They lost by 20 three days ago. So uh, who cares about this team? Seriously, who cares? And I'm, I'm trying to see Dunk City. I'm trying to see Dunk City, USC, Florida Gulf Coast reincarnated, baby. Let's just go with that. That's a 10-seed Wichita State, so I don't know if that has much bearing because they're not very good. So, uh, I mean, Which is high. Like nine on the Ken Palm. They, uh, they're actually eight on the Ken Palm, but uh, it, and and uh, you know our buddy Matt Monner said this the the best. Who should see this is Vegas with Ken Pomeroy as the uh, you know heading the committee. That that that's where this should go. It's garbage. The one thing I hate is this is blatantly obvious in college football. The NCAA just loves money, so they take all these mid majors and put them together and just kind of. They don't want Georgia, George Mason. They don't want VCU. They don't want you know the Butlers of the world to get in anymore. So as you as we'll go through these brackets here, guys, St. Mary's playing VCU. Dayton's playing Wichita State. Uh, Rhode Island's playing Creighton. While in the meantime, Duke and North Carolina, their paths are just clear as day. So, I mean, that's the only gripe I have is that they're making it harder and harder for these mid majors now. Uh, I, I think it's been blatantly obvious in the last five years that they just don't want them to advance on so they're making it really tough for these teams and it sucks because those are the teams that make the tournament i mean i don't know about you guys but filling out the bracket this year was pretty it was pretty cakes and pies in all in all actuality i mean what are you going to do pick a pick one of these four or five and produce stinks the most inconsistent team they put minnesota on the five line okay butler's solid this year but they're not going anywhere you know, uh, who else? What are these other teams? Uh, SMU actually has an awesome Vegas line in terms of winning it, um, which was shocking to me. But Vegas really likes SMU. What does the committee do? They give them a six seed. 
So it's pretty interesting. I think Vegas would have gave SMU like a top 12 team uh, instead of a top 24 team. And as someone that watched Florida State a handful of times this year, they are grossly overseeded. Notre Dame is ridiculously underseeded. I mean, those two teams should just be literally switched. Florida State should be the five, play West Virginia in the second round. That'd be a, a real interesting matchup, contrast of styles there. And Notre Dame, it, it's just kind of baffling that they're a five when they finish second in the ACC regular season and second in the tournament. That It's just a head-scratcher. I got one head-scratcher here, too. And Shilig, I want to know your opinion on this. You look at these four or five games, so like the five plays the 12, the four plays the 13, okay? In, in the East, it could be Virginia versus Florida. Okay, and then in the South, in the same game, it could be Minnesota versus Butler. Okay, so look at that. Look at the talent disparity right there in terms of what the committee does. Virginia, Florida is an unbelievably good game. Okay, and then Minnesota Butler, what the? It's a shit sandwich. Then the Minnesota is overseeded. Wisconsin is better than Minnesota. Wisconsin is a better absolutely. And And then look, it's just baffling. And then look, the other one in the West, Notre Dame versus West Virginia, 4-5. Notre Dame, West Virginia, that's an even better game than Virginia, Florida. It's just, it, it's baffling to me. It makes no sense. It's just terrible all the way around. Wichita here, State's a better team than Minnesota. It's not even questioned. Here, here, here I'll make sense of it. Minnesota Butler is in North Carolina's quadrant. Notre that's Dame. Right. We got to find Notre a way Dame, to give, West Virginia. We got to find a way to take any and all obstacles out of Roy Williams' way, so that it is as simplified as possible, so he can't f it up. I mean, Gonzaga literally. West Virginia could be a two seed. Notre Dame could be a two three seed. That's the four or five matchup to play Gonzaga. And then you talk about Florida, Virginia. Guess what quadrant they're in? Villanova, Duke, North Carolina, Kansas. They're uh, you know, they're passed a lot easier. So. I mean, Dude, that East bracket is loaded, though. I mean, Villanova, obviously. Florida, can when Florida gets going with their athletes, I mean, I watched them play Kentucky twice this year, and they got athletes. And then Baylor's Duke all have seniors. A, Duke could have a scare against Marquette. Marquette can fill it up. Yeah, they're underdogs. They're, they're uh, one-point underdogs to South Carolina. Yeah. Your boy Frank Martin. Yeah, I hate well, him. Well, we'll get into all this. Uh, Marquette sucks, by Frank the way. Frank So we'll get into that. Um let, let's break this down re- region by region to make it easier on everybody listening. We're going to do uh, you know, the top half and the bottom half of each region one by one. So we're going to start with the east region. Uh, that's where Nova's the one seed. Uh, they'll play the winner of Wisconsin, Virginia Tech. And then below that is Virginia, UNC Wilmington, and then Florida's going to play uh, East Tennessee State. So, uh, Mark, I'll, I'll, I'll have you uh, start off here. Uh, what do you think about the top half of the east bracket? The top ass, it's loaded. I mean, absolutely loaded. Villanova, Wisconsin. I mean, I got Villanova, Wisconsin, Virginia, and Florida. I mean, but it's just absolutely loaded. Those are four really good teams, man. And at any time, Wisconsin's a tough. Wisconsin can give Nova a game. I mean, they're going to play a style that forces you to defend, forces you to get after it, and you're going to have to play a solid game. Would, would anyone be surprised if Wisconsin beat Villanova? <laughs> I'll Virginia's- say this. Virginia struggles to score a little bit. They better yes. be careful. UNC Wilmington can score. Uh, that that's a scary matchup. Um, I, I I like Wisconsin significant. It's not a typical eight nine there. I like Wisconsin. I think they're underseeded. Uh, Virginia Tech's just about where they are. If not, maybe a little bit um, lower seeded than than what their their kind of overall talent is. But I like Bud Buzz Williams. He kind of 
He's a little bit of an X factor, but uh, I'm with Mark on all four of those except for maybe UNC Wilmington. I like um, you know Nova to come out of this top half, though. Me personally. What were the odds on Buzz Williams being thought to be a, an X factor today, Schilling? I I just checked Ben online. There's no available odds for that. So <laughs> Buzz. Mark, Mark, I'm drinking some Buckeye vodka currently. You know, when I think of the name, very, very much. When I think of the name Buzz, I think of that slapdick World Series movie uh, they made um, about the Indians. If you guys remember that, uh, they were called yeah Major League Major League Three. They were called the Buzz, if you remember. All right. I'm going to absolutely disagree with you, and uh, this was kind of uh, – this is one of the bets I have, actually. I love Virginia, minus 7.5 against Wilmington, and uh, kind of my reasoning is is Virginia is so painful to watch, but when it comes to March and their pack line defense, they can really defend. And I hate the misnomer where they say Virginia cannot score. Um, they are 351st out of 351 teams in – offensive pace. So the fact that they score 60 points in that amount of, you know, possessions is the same as scoring 80. If, you know, if you play for UCLA or whatnot. So, uh, you guys are going to call me crazy. I have Virginia coming out of this top quadrant. I have them beating, uh, Nova. So I, 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 wow. think, I think Florida's got a tough spot. Um, I, I just don't like UNC Wilmington. They love to spread it out and, you know, dribble penetration, the fact they drew Virginia, I, I I was so excited to take Wilmington in the Sweet 16. This is the worst possible matchup they could have drawn was uh, drawing Virginia out. Thanks, NCA attorney. <laughs> well, the, and Virginia's finally playing that that uh, state player of the year with the ponytail, the man bun, or whatever guy. you want to call it. Yeah, yeah, guy. he can shoot. He can uh, shoot. He can he shoot. Mr. Basketball in Indiana, so he's a he can shoot. defender though. Yeah, yeah, but everyone else is a good defender. I mean, that is a good point. All right, let's get to that bottom half. Bottom half, we got uh, SMU is going to play the winner of uh, first four game, Providence USC. Uh, they'll play the winner of the Baylor New Mexico State. And then at the bottom part of the bracket, you got Duke versus Troy, and they will play the winner of South Carolina Marquette. Uh, Sean, I believe that's in Greenville, South Carolina. Is that correct? Uh, yeah, yeah, that, that, that shithole. Sean, uh, what, that's what a shot out for Jim Beheim there. <laughs> Greensboro, Greenville, who gives a no? They're they're a little different. Greensboro's in North Carolina. Are they really that different? Really? Yes. Yeah. Are one actually that different? Uh, yeah. Yeah. There's probably something different there. Do they still have tires in the front yard and cars that don't drive sitting off the side? Well, there was and one flags, killer. Cr- there flags, was one, you know, floating in the air somewhere, and bumper stickers and truck nuts. Are they that different? Yes, they're different. One, there was a killer crossover. Randolph Childers pulled and hit a game winner. So, yes, they are different. Yeah. Or it wasn't even a game winner. Hey, it's like ball don't lie, truck nuts don't lie. Okay. Sean, what do you got going on at the bottom of the bracket here? I mean, uh, D- Duke, SMU is a little sneaky. I would have said Baylor at the beginning of the year, but that team's played so bad the last 11 games. I mean, Pretty much you can listen to any of these talking heads and they'll walk through the same thing. Sometimes I like to pivot when that's the case and, and kind of take a team. 
Mark, quit scribbling on whatever you're writing on. You did this during the, the NFL pod that we did. That was Sean, I'm not doing anything. You're doing something. Breathing no, heavy I'm like not. Darth Vader. No, I'm not. As I was saying, I'm taking Duke out of the bottom half. That's what it. What are you that's talking all. about? Yeah, focus on what you got to do. Focused. Mark, what do you think about the bottom of the East bracket? I like Baylor being a senior-laden team. If they're matched up with SMU, the Battle of Texas, I'll take Baylor in that. Uh, but, I mean. Yeah, we know Schill's taking Baylor. He loves them. He loves that whole rape game. Sickening. You you must forget that Scott Drew is number third hated on my coach's ranking behind Roy Williams and uh, Tom Crane. So there is no chance in hell. I am taking a Scott Drew. Team. Did you see the video at the Big Ten on, from the IU fan yelling at Tom Crean? And yes. Tom Crean stood at him and just like shot his finger gun at him. So great. I retweeted it from the, the NEG um, CFB uh, Twitter handle. You got to see it if you haven't. Yeah, it's great. Um, I mean, the NCAA obviously pulled out the red carpet for Duke here. So the best team they would have to play, and I was very actually very tempted at one point. To take, to take SMU uh, to be Duke, but I think it's tailor-made for uh, Duke to clear it out. I mean, they're going to play a, a South Carolina team that um, can't score and then a Marquette team that, that can't defend. So they are – I mean, they're into the second weekend without even blinking an eye. So I have Duke to win the bottom of this uh, – bottom of the East bracket as well. Uh, we'll move to the West, guys. So that is where Gonzaga is the number one seed. Up top there, uh, Gonzaga's going to play some uh, San Diego State. And then uh, they'll play the winner of the Northwestern Vandy game, which I'm sure we'll have a bunch of hot takes on with Northwestern. And then um, very intriguing there towards the bottom. Notre Dame plays Princeton and West Virginia plays Bucknell. These two games, love them. I, 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 I mean, I, Princeton contrast a little bit of like how they're going to play with Notre Dame. Bucknell is the contrast in styles with West Virginia. West Virginia, you know, press Virginia and Bucknell with ball handlers. I think it uh, all five of their um, starting positions. That's going to be really interesting. Both of those games are kind of ripe for an upset, but that at the same time, Notre Dame and West Virginia could also make it all the way to the Elite Eight at the same token. Um, or at least the Sweet 16. So it, it's just it's that that will be an interesting one to really kind of lock into Thursday. I think Notre Dame is the first game of the tournament, which is always beware uh, for any of those folks that have had the brackets and they get them busted by 2 p.m. So watch out for that. And then you got Huggy Bear uh, doing his Huggy Bear things against Bucknell. That could just be riveting television. Television starting at 2:30 uh, on Thursday afternoon. Top half, Gonzaga, Northwestern and Vanderbilt are just kind of happy to be there. I could really care less about the whole story. It's kind of done at this point. So Gonzaga into the Sweet 16, and then who they'll face, that's what I find a little bit more fascinating. Mark, what do you think about the top half of the West Bracket? I'm interested to who you think they're going to face on the bottom part of the bracket when that bottom part of the bracket's terrible. But I'll take West Virginia – in the bottom section, uh, they're better than Bucknell. Bucknell's not very good. And I think everyone's on this Notre Dame hype train a little too much. I think they're jumping on their juice a little too much. And the reason why I think I think West Virginia is going to give them some fits with their length and their pressure defensively. 
especially. Um, and I, that's really where West Virginia can stand out. I'd love to see a West Virginia-Gonzaga matchup and, and really see if West Virginia can push the friscality on Gonzaga. That, that, to me, would be a great matchup, being able to see if Gonzaga has the toughness in that. The Northwestern Vanderbilt is like any other 8-9 matchup where you flip a coin and you hope you're right, or when the game ends, you're like, God dang it, I wanted to pick the other team. I'll take the better coach. I'll take Stallings out of Vanderbilt. But he's not, not there really anymore. Oh, he's not? Who's their yeah. coach? Come on, man. Who's their coach? Stallings is at Pitt. And by the way, Chris Collins is actually a really good basketball coach. Yeah, he is, but this is the first time. Well, I thought was, Stallings was That was coach. a farky move with Texas. That's what that was. Who, wait, uh, listen. Focus. That, who's their coach? Knowing what game we're picking. Who's their it's coach? Scott Drew's brother, Bryce Drew. Bryce Drew's the – oh, okay. Well, Bryce yeah. Drew. I'll take him at Vanderbilt. <laughs> Wait, Scott – okay, yeah, I got you. Well, it don't matter. That game's – they're going to win one, and then they're losing the next game. But I'll take Gonzaga in that section over West Virginia. I'm, Joe, I'm, I'm kind of I'm kind of leaning that way. Um, one of my best Joe's is – going to take would... uh, Dave Bliss later with Baylor. Um, just keeping up the steam with, with Mark and his coaching. Oh, boy. Here we go. Um, actually, a lot of bets I really like in this. I'm taking Bandy pretty big as a pick over Northwestern. I think they're garbage. Um, so, obviously, I have Gonzaga advancing on there. But that Vandy game could be pretty tricky. Um, I actually like – I took Princeton at plus 7.5. I think that's a one, two-possession game. Yeah, I like that. They did such a disservice to Mike Bray, who is my favorite coach in America – um, by putting him with Princeton and then West Virginia. I mean, that's just totally unfair. And then um, another bet I have, I have West Virginia. I'm actually laying the 13. I actually disagree with you, Sean. Uh, Bucknell is 200th in uh, turnovers, and West Virginia's one. I, I, I just I just think West Virginia's press is going to drive them absolutely bonkers. I actually have West Virginia beating Gonzaga and moving on uh, to the Sweet Six or Elite Eight there, so... I have West Virginia beating Zaga. So if we move down to the bottom part of the bracket, uh, Maryland Xavier, they play the winner of Florida State and Florida Gulf Coast, which I'm sure Mark has a bunch of hot takes on. And then at the bottom there, you got uh, Zona, and they'll play the winner of St. Mary's VCU. Yes, I already, I'm, I'm assuming Zona's going to win. So, uh, Mark, what do you think of the bo- about the bottom half of the West bracket? I like Xavier. I like Xavier a lot. I think they're a good team. I, I looked at their uh, roster today. They have some upper class, and they got a really good guard out of Indianapolis. It's a junior that plays great, too. Florida State's long and athletic, real long and athletic, and they defend. I know nothing about Florida Gulf Coast. They're probably just benefiting off the recruiting that they got a couple years back. Uh, Maryland obviously has Trimble, but I'll take in that region. I'll take uh, Florida State over Xavier. and I'd love to pick Xavier. I wouldn't be surprised. Then I can't stand St. Mary's. Everyone loves them. I can't stand them. I'll take VCU. Maybe a little toughness wins that. And I'll take Arizona all the way. Yeah, I got Arizona. I don't even think it's um, there's much to really pine over with with you know these uh, sixteen teams. I, I think it's pretty straightforward and easy. Yeah, I, I think it's pretty easy as well. Eight um, teams. I really like Xavier over Maryland. I think Maryland's. You know, just kind of limping in. I think they lost six, six of eight, and it's it's pretty much triple nobody else. They really overachieved at the beginning of the year. Um, yeah, I, I have Zona beating Xavier. I actually have Xavier beating Florida State. Um, 
I, I think Florida State's extremely overseeded being a three seed. And then, uh, you know, I, I hate their coach as well. So um, I have Zona advancing playing West Virginia. Well, really quick, Sean, what's yeah. the lowdown on Florida State? They're, I mean, they're really good. It's just Hamilton plays too many guys, and their offense is obnoxious to watch, and they don't consistently play transition defense. And i, I got to be honest, that Florida Gulf Coast could be really tricky for them. If they don't get back and defend, or if they don't make shots to allow them to kind of settle back into defense, and Gulf Coast can get on the run, they still play Dunk City. And that, that could get really, really entertaining for bits, but Florida State's got the two, three best players on the court in Bacon and Isaac and uh, Rath and Myers, but they still could lose because they play too many guys, right? They played 10 guys, and they just don't have any flow or consistency offensively, and defensively, they don't move as one. My thing with that, I. I, I believe they're the second tallest team in the country, Florida State, and yeah. Florida Coast wants to get up and drive and dunk and whatnot. I think Florida State's going to make them shoot from the outside. And this is a very trendy pick, but I, you know, I, th- I think Florida State rolls them. But that's, you know, that's just kind of where I'm at on that. I can see that. I, you look at like a team like Notre Dame and some of these teams that they shot Florida State out of the gym a lot of times. These laws. I just feel like Florida State peaked in January. And then they lost two of three, and I think they got all the way up to second or third, and and lost two or two of three, and kind of just started that downward trajectory ever since. I agree with that. Anything else on the West, guys? Until we move on, we'll move on until we get to that elite eight. All right, I, I think this is the most interesting bracket for chaos, and this is the Midwest um, region. So we're going to start with the top half, and Mark and I are about to get in a, in a little fight here. So you have Kansas, and they'll play the winner of Miami-Michigan State. And then I think Mark's favorite part of the bracket here is Iowa State-Nevada, and then the winner will play Purdue-Vermont. Uh, Mark, what, what, what do you think about the top half of the Midwest region here? I like Kansas. I mean, the Miami, I liked Miami at first. I've watched them play a couple of times. And I just kind of am going to take Izzo in that game just for the sake of it. Larinaga is a really good coach, too, but I'll take Kansas flying out there. Love Iowa State. I just think they got a bad bid in terms of where they're going with it. Purdue's got talent, but they're the most inconsistent team that I've watched in the last two years. The big, big guy down low, Haas, he's so terribly inconsistent. Um, so uh, who's the power forward beast? He's slipping my mind right now. Uh, for Iowa State, is it Burton? Bur- no, for Purdue. For Purdue, guys. Uh, Swanigan. Swanigan. Yeah, he's awesome. He's awesome. But they have the worst guard play. Their coach knew. Painter knew that they had no guards, and he still has not been able to recruit guards. You got to have guards. Uh, and that's Iowa State. They got the Bur- they got Burton. They got, what's the other kid's name? Monty Morris, the, the point guard. He's solid. So I like Iowa State there. I'll take Kansas to flow all the way through that. Sean, what do you got? I, I think Purdue's even susceptible to a loss to Vermont. Yes. Um, I think there's there's some trickiness there. I don't like Purdue getting to the Sweet 16. So, you know, if you're thinking of building your bracket, that that's not all that bad of a pick just to go with Vermont for, for an upset, particularly if you don't like a, that team that they would – uh, play to make the Sweet 16 regardless. So it's kind of a little bit like free riding. 
Uh, I like Kansas in the top portion here. Kansas is susceptible to like an Iowa State loss or something along those lines again. But I think they get Jackson back and they kind of round into form. And then if they can get through the first two, if they can really get through the Michigan State-Miami game um, winner, it's in Kansas City for the regional. And hell, if that's not utterly tailor-made for them and their following. So you're you're looking at basically de de facto home game, and they're in Tulsa, and then they're getting closer to Kansas City, which is probably 30 minutes down the road. Um, so it, this this region is really set up for for Kansas quite well. All right, let me preface this by when I fill out the bracket, I look at the path they have to take. Um, you know, I, I don't as, always have the four best teams in the final four. I look at who they have to play. Um, with Purdue against Vermont, and a lot of people don't know this, Purdue has six players that shoot forty percent or higher from three point lines. So. I think Vermont's in huge trouble. They cannot match Haas and Swanigan inside. So that trendy Vermont pick, they went 19-0 in a crappy league, the American East. So I actually have Purdue advancing pretty easily on that. Iowa State, Nevada is kind of a, you know, it's tough for me. I, I'm actually taking Nevada plus six, but I do like the Iowa State team like uh, Mark does as well. And then Kansas, that Miami-Michigan State game, um, I love Miami, and they match up very well against Kansas. They go that four-guard lineup. Kansas is not very big. They're all guards as well. So I'm actually leaning, and you guys are all going to call me crazy. I have Purdue beating Kansas to head to the Elite Eight. Wow. <laughs> wow. Hey, that Purdue team got upset last year in Denver, by the way, just so you know. Man, you, you <laughs> Matt Painter, huh? Big fan. Oh, no, 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 I'm not. I'm just, I'm just looking at the path, and I think Purdue's got a better path. And I, I could see Kansas losing to Miami or or uh, to Izzo. So, I see. I feel like the only team Kansas is losing to in the whole bucket of eight teams is Iowa State. But that's me. Yes, I agree. I'm also, yeah. and this this also why I hate the, this bracket. I I love Nevada. And they got an awful matchup with Iowa State. So I think I'm leaning more towards Iowa State's got a chance to get upset by Nevada. So let me move Purdue on and just, uh, you know, cover my tail a little bit. Well, that's fair then. That's fair. I mean, I loved Iowa State prior to it. I wouldn't. I wanted to pick Iowa State against like a Gonzaga or something, but they just didn't get paired up with them. It's yeah. a little, a little uh, flashing news update. It's 745. The Cavs in the second quarter are 10 for 10 from the three-point range and are shooting 89% in the game. Is that good? That's that's pretty good. And they lost last game. I mean, they're the most inconsistent team ever. Yeah, that's because they don't get stops. But we'll, we'll, let's get back into it. They're up, 50, they're up uh, 26 points on the Pistons. And just so you guys know, Mount St. Mary's is up three at halftime, 32-29 over New Orleans. Wait, we got to – uh, North Carolina Central, UC Davis. Who you guys like? I know you guys wanted to break this down real quick. No, I, I, I really have no take. If you hold a gun in my head, I'm taking uh, UC Davis because I love their home court. So I will, uh, yeah, I'll take uh, UC Davis there. I'm going to go heel. I'm going to go NC Central because I know absolutely nothing about NC Central other than they're located in the central part of North Carolina. You're a big fan of these Carolina teams. <laughs> All right, bottom half. I, I'm well, picking, who you got? Uh, who you got? I don't pick those games. I'm I'm above that. That's been that's for you bottom feeders. Disrespectful. 
<laughs> All right. I, my upset special, I love Rhode Island over Creighton. I think Creighton is seeded without kind of taking into consideration without the, their best player, that point guard, blew out his knee. Uh, Oregon, obviously, without Boucher is a problem, or Bouchette. Um, I like or- Rhode Island, Oregon. Uh, I like Michigan and Louisville, and I think Michigan can give Louisville fits with how they're shooting the three right now. I still like Louisville to squeak by on this bottom portion versus Oregon in the Sweet 16, but I would not be at all surprised if it's Rhode Island, Michigan or something, and I'm with you, Shell. The bottom half of this has chance to be totally blown up. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll just go after you said that because I have total chaos in this bracket. I agree I agree with the Rhode Island. Um, they were really injured beginning of the year, and they've gotten healthy. They are a very underseed 11 seed. So I actually have Rhode Island going into the Sweet 16. I have them beating Oregon uh, with Boucher out. And then at the bottom, my favorite bet of the first round, I have Oklahoma State plus two and a half over Michigan. I, uh, Oklahoma State's the number one efficiency in, in, the absolute, in the country. And if you don't know about Jawan Evans, you're about to. I actually have Oklahoma State beating Louisville as well. So I have Oklahoma State, Purdue, in the Elite Eight in, of the Midwest. And call me crazy. Oh, my God. CBS is terrible. Man. That's going to be on True TV, ladies and gentlemen. Maybe Court TV. <laughs> I'll tell you what. Well, if you're going to bet against Michigan, it better be the first game because hopefully they're hungover from playing four games in four days. But I'll tell you this, there is no better team in terms of how they're playing right now. They're playing out of their mind. They're so fun to watch. They're defending on the perimeter. They're hitting threes. They're finally getting some point guard play. Walton Jr., uh, Irving, Irving's been outstanding on the wing. And they're getting some dudes down low to finish and really play. They're so fun to watch right now. And when when uh, Beeline's system gets going, I love watching his system, especially. It's just free-flowing basketball, really fun to watch. It's either dunks or layups or threes. It's great. With all that being said, I'm with Sean. I'll take Rhode Island. I love the way that they're playing right now. They beat VCU in the championship pretty handedly the other day. Oregon's not bad team, but with them losing their big guy down low, uh, they they could be they something something could happen there. What's Michigan, his injury? Shil, do you know? Yeah, he tore his ACL. Okay, tore his ACL. Okay. Boucher, Boucher tore his ACL. Yeah. yeah, and he's literally 6'11", 170 pounds. So, yeah, dude's all skin and bones. I like Michigan over Louisville, but Shilling, I can't. If you're going to bet against Michigan, I would not let Michigan get a win. That's the thing. If 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 you're going to bet against Michigan, do them the, do it the very first game. Hopefully, they're a little hungover, traveling too much, getting on the plane, everything. Bet them against them in the first game. If they get going, jump on that train quick. I think they'll beat Louisville, and I actually have them beating Oregon. So I have Michigan, Kansas, and Elite Eight. They didn't travel to the Serengeti. Like they just where was Big Ten? Was it Chicago? Now they're in DC. Indianapolis. Like it was in DC. Oh, that's right. Okay, so they might have got stuck with some of the weather then too. No, well they they took they the plane took off in sixty mile per hour wind. That was why it, when it came down it crashed. Something well, broke yeah. on it when it was taken off. I'm I'm just a big Oklahoma State fan, so I I, I felt like they should have been a seven eighteen, and the fact they got this. The ten seed, uh, Michigan is red hot right now. I just, I, I just don't think they have enough offense to, uh, to keep up with Oklahoma State. So, 
That's where I'm leaning. And uh, last region we're headed to is the South. Uh, North Carolina is the one seed. They'll play the winner of Seton Hall, Arkansas. And then the bottom part of that bracket, this is actually my favorite quadrant, is Minnesota, Middle Tennessee State. And the winner will play Butler, uh, Winthrop. Uh, Sean, what do you who you have advancing out of the South there, top half? Yeah, I, I mean, I think it's tailor-made for Roy Williams into the Elite Eight. It's I'd love to pick against Roy. As a, someone that roots against him pretty much every time they play, he I can't even I can't re- within reason look at any of those other seven teams and see a scenario where he can mess something up bad enough that they could get beat with the talent they have. I mean, I I don't see it. Maybe you guys can help me. I think you could put all seven of those teams together, and I think they're comparable to North Carolina with an All Star team. I, there's just not a lot of talent there that North Carolina is not going to be able to handle. I'm looking well, at Butler's that right now. a nice now. story, but they're not, they're, they're overseeded maybe a little bit. And Minnesota is to me, as Mark said earlier, grossly overseeded. If Wisconsin was there, I'd actually feel like I could take Wisconsin in a sweet 16 match. Yeah. I really think if they would have flipped Minnesota, I, I think the big 10 was seeded at awful if they flip Minnesota and Wisconsin, I don't think anyone has any arguments. If they give Wisconsin the five here and make Minnesota the um, eight nine matchup with Virginia Tech out with Nova, I don't think there's any gripes. Yeah, I mean they could have put Michigan there. Yeah, yeah, I thought I thought Michigan was underseeded as well. Here's my thing: they- Arkansas Seton Hall is the worst eight nine matchup, so UNC is automatically into the second weekend. I, I right, I do really like Seton Hall against Arkansas, but I mean North Carolina's gonna cruise cruise and then, and then when you look down at the bottom half i could literally literally see any combination i actually have middle tennessee state playing on uh, north carolina and uh losing a close one actually um i think minnesota's overrated butler i think the reason they're they're rated so high they have two wins against villanova but they they haven't been very impressive other than those two wins against villanova so i think winthrop's a pretty live dog at, especially at plus 11 and a half. So um, I actually have Middle Tennessee State losing to North Carolina to move on to the lead eight. Mark, where are you at on uh, top half of the South? I was just looking at exactly what Sean said. And if you take the rosters of all seven teams in that upper half and you combine them, they are still not North Carolina. And that it is appalling. I, this is the first time I really looked into depth about it after what he said. They have the easiest path. We talked about Minnesota Butler being bad, but just looking overall, and they're not going to get beat by anyone. They are literally in the Elite Eight. There is nothing there that is going to stop them from playing the Elite Eight. And then when you look at it, Barry, their point guard, is a phenomenal on-the-ball defender. Phenomenal on-the-ball defender. That sets, and he's their point guard, that sets them up for Kentucky, UCLA. Okay, what are the two positions you need to stop on both those teams? Point guard. Malik Monk or Ball, Lonzo Ball, you know. So North Carolina, God, this this the South is a joke. It is it is a joke if you ask me. Really is. Yeah, I agree with that. I mean, and we're about to get the bottom half of this bracket, which has Wichita State. Here's a funny line: Wichita State is twelve to one to win this region. They're the ten seed. Minnesota is twenty-eight to one. They're the five seed. That's how poorly Minnesota is seated in this. That's, that's, that's what I'm saying. If you put one, 
if you put Wichita State at the five spot, and then you, you, you maybe move Dayton to ten and and put Minnesota at the seven, no one's really crying out. You're still keeping all the rules that you need to keep, as far as I understand it. You get your Wichita State first Butler in the second round. You knock off one of your mid majors, which you know, as I mentioned earlier, they love to try and do now. At Wichita State versus North Carolina, that's got a little bit of juice. In the words of Mad Dog Chris Russo, like it's got a little bit. Like I can talk myself into Wichita State. I can't talk myself into anything on the top half. On the bottom half, though, I gotta be. I could talk myself into a lot of scenarios. I could talk myself into the Ball family imploding because their dad's a complete moron that Michael Ugh. Jordan would beat eleven nothing, eleven nothing now or whenever. Um, Cincinnati could reel off and get to the Sweet Sixteen. You know. Uh, Dayton is it could beat Wichita State. Wichita State could beat Dayton and Kentucky. And then obviously Kentucky's just sitting there kind of looming. If they play defense the way they've played maybe the last, I don't know, eight to ten games, they can give problems to obviously UCLA, but they can they can give problems to North Carolina too. And I like a team that's lost to um to another team in the regular season. So hence the rematch with UCLA. And I believe they lost to North Carolina this year earlier as well. So that that's got some legs to me. I to, I totally agree with that. So uh, just to kind of preface this, Cincinnati is the sixth seed. They'll play the winner of a playing game. They'll play the winner of uh, UCLA Kent, uh, Kent State, and then very interesting on the bottom. That's that Dayton Wichita matchup that Mark or that Sean mentioned. And then Kentucky plays Northern Kentucky. Good job by the uh, committee putting those two together. Uh, Mark, who do you like in the bottom of the South region there? Man, first of all, Wichita State's a really good team, and I, I agree with everything you're saying. But, my God, Dayton's a good team too, especially in the tournament from guard play and everything. And you just can't just – you can't give Wichita State that game. That's going to be a battle. I mean, that's going to be a really good game. Dayton's a, Dayton's a tough sell there, but Wichita State, terrible with the seeding. Uh, would God, would it be the best story ever if Lonzo Ball didn't even win a tournament game? And I know Kent State is huge underdogs, but my God, would that just be phenomenal. So like, that would make up for them beating your Akron Zips, would it not? Yeah, yeah. And uh, Mark and I were at that game. It was, uh, it was a rough one to watch from the, uh, from the Akron motivation level. Yeah, so. they just they play with zero heart. They really did. That's Kent. Kent got a tough draw. Uh, I think they're the only team in the. I think Kent's the only team, or I was. They were saying something on ESPN that they're the only team that hasn't ever, hasn't either played anyone in the tournament, uh, anyone in the current field. So that's interesting. But who knows? I'll take UCLA versus Kentucky, and I'll take Malik Monk. He's better than Ball, so I'll take Kentucky over UCLA. Yeah. I- I was really tempted to move Wichita State through this, um, but um, I think that Dayton matchup's tough. I, I, I really wish those two teams weren't playing each other. I'm actually going to play Dayton plus six there. Um, I, I expect Wichita State to move on, but since I see that as a tough game, I have Kentucky moving on. Um, I think I, I don't think Kent State has a chance, man. I'll play that over. UCLA might score 100, uh, in my opinion, but I do have Cincinnati being UCLA, so... The bottom half there, I have Kentucky uh, beating Cincinnati. So, you know, very chalky, but with UNC's path and kind of how they 
can each beat, beat each other. I got, I got um, one, two there in that region, even though I have four, ten up above. So, um, I think we're now at the point now, guys. Um, we're going to go lead eight all the way in. So, uh, Sean, who do you have your your lead eight there in the East, and who do you have uh, getting to the final four there? So I'll take Nova playing Duke. I like Duke. That's pretty cut, pretty straightforward, pretty cut and dry. Um, I, I don't see a lot of right for picking there. You know, maybe a a team here or there could sneak up, but I, I like either of those two teams to to come out of that region. Mark. I'll take Duke over Nova. Are we going to roll with all four? Or are we just going to do each region? Um, I, th- I, th- I think we're in the spot here where we're just going to each region. So you got all Duke right, take, as well? Yeah, I'll take Duke over Nova, guys. Yeah, I, I have Duke as well, um, pretty much with the ease of how they're going to get through. So, um, you got to beat in Virginia, though, right? Yeah, I, I have Duke beating Virginia. That's correct. So on uh, the West there, uh, I'll just – I'll just go as Zona and West Virginia. I have playing uh, West Virginia upsetting Gonzaga again with the ease of they can get there. I think Zona's got an easier path than a Gonzaga, West Virginia, Notre Dame. So I have Zona in the final four. Who you guys got coming out of the West? Uh, Mark. I like Zona over uh, Gonzaga. I think Zona's the. I think Zona's better than Gonzaga. I really do. And I know Zaga beat a lot of teams earlier in the year and played a tough schedule in that sense. But they didn't play in the Pac-12. They didn't really get toughened up in conference play where I think Arizona did, and that helped Arizona with getting, I think, what's that dude's name, Trier, back, the wing player that got – Yeah, he wasn't there the when Gonzaga beat them earlier in the year. Yeah, and I, I'll touch – Bill Walton was kind of saying it when they were playing Oregon in the Pac-12 championship. Bill Walton said he's seen these both teams play five, six times, and he said there is no doubt about it that Arizona is the best team on the West Coast. They play the best defense. They get after it top to bottom they're well coached so i like arizona to win the west uh taking down gonzaga you're starting to kind of steal a little thunder or at least maybe your angles go in that direction i love i love arizona out of this bracket as well um i guess to be a contrarian i like i'm gonna say they west virginia notre dame is just like yeah the winner of that maybe makes the Elite Eight. Um, I'll do a shot in the dark. I'll, I'm, I'm going to say I don't like Notre Dame playing at noon. I'm going to take West Virginia and Huggy Bear loses to uh, Arizona in the Elite Eight. That's yeah, a tough I mean, game. I, I was really leaning the same way, but putting Zaga, West Virginia, and Notre Dame up there, I'm going to take the bottom half to get through. So I think I, I think we're all on the same page there. Uh, Midwest region, this is one you guys are going to laugh at. I have Purdue beating Oklahoma State. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I got Kansas over uh, okay. Oregon. I just think Oregon's able to weather it a little bit. Playing in, in Sacramento for the first two games, I think, helps them. Then they, they find a way to squeak by um, what I think will be an upset special at Michigan. Um, so I'll take Kansas over Oregon. The dream for the Ducks ends. And the Jayhawks make it to the Final Four. Watch out for Iowa State, though, still. Yeah, I, I'll take Kansas over Michigan. I think Michigan just got to get through that first game. I think they can take it to Louisville, even though they're going to be underdogs. But they just need the confidence. But I'll take Michigan losing to Kansas and Kansas getting back to that Final Four. And, Shelley, you better hope Purdue does not get pressed because they do not do well with pressure. In fact, it's I went last year to their gym, phenomenal gym. 
awesome place to watch a game. And they were up like 13 on Maryland. And Maryland put the full court press on, and it was literally down to the last possession. They hit a free throw to win the game. But my God, and that's what happened last year in the tournament. They choked down the stretch with pressure. Man, you better hope they get it past the past the half court line, man. Whew. I mean, I you know I, I I just think it's the easier path. I I really hate everybody up top. I think Kansas is vastly overrated. I think they're pretty much the two guards, and that's nothing, or you know, and that's it. So um, down to the south. Um, I have all chalk here. I have North Carolina beating Kentucky uh, pretty much with the ease of them getting to the lead eight. So I have, uh, unfortunately, freaking Roy Williams in the final four of my bracket. Uh, Sean, who you got in the south? I'm going to take Kentucky over North Carolina. Screw Roy. I think Malik Monk, all they do is Malik Monk picking rolls with Bam, Willis in the opposite corner, DeAndre Fox sitting in a corner ready to – or maybe at the top looking to drive off a kick. Um, I think that's maybe the formula a little bit, and I'll take the KY – the UK Cats to to top the Tar Heels and make it to the Final Four. I'm going to take the Tar Heels over uh, Kentucky. I just think the Tar Heels have the most talent in the country. And you guys are right about the coaching, and I can't argue that. I have absolutely nothing to go there. But when you look at that roster top to bottom, my God, they they have talent. They have legit talent, and they have post they have post play that no one can stop down low. They got two guys that can just sling it through the hoop. I like their point guard. I like their – Jackson can shoot anywhere. Um, they got the most talent. I'll take – uh, I'll take North Carolina in the final four over Kentucky there. All right. Well, then uh, let's just go quickly here. So mention who you have getting the championship game and then, uh, you know, as your eventual champion. And, you know, I, I sound like a broken record here because of. Well, don't do the Purdue. Out. I have Duke or sorry, I, I have Duke <laughs> beating Arizona oh. and I have North Carolina beating Purdue. And I have Duke as your national champions beating North Carolina. Three of the four ESPN guys picked that, by the way. Did they? Yeah. You Wait, yeah. you have North Carolina winning or Duke? I have Duke. Okay. The, two of them picked North Carolina, but they both picked Duke and North Carolina. Three of them picked um, North Carolina and Duke in the game. I mean, I, I really wanted to blow this bracket up, but with such a joke of the draws that Duke and North, North Carolina have, I, I just think it's your safest bet. And, you know, let, let me kind of mention – Whatever whatever bracket you're getting in, it it depends on how many people are in your bracket on how cute you get. So if you're in a, you know, I would do I would turn this bracket into you know if there was 30 people competing. If there was 100, 200, I might get a you know a little cuter with some of my picks. But I mean that's just kind of my advice on y- your bracket should depend on how many people are in your uh, bracket contest. So uh, final four, Sean, you want to go ahead? Yeah, I'm, I'm going to take Arizona over Duke, North Carolina over – or no, actually, I took Kentucky, so I don't even have to root <laughs> against uh, North Carolina. Uh, I'll take Kansas over Kentucky and Arizona over Kansas. Sean Miller cuts down the nets for the first time ever, makes his first Final Four, and cuts down the nets twice in a week and a half. I'm sure he's going to be coughing as he cuts the net. I'm though, looking so. forward to him sweating through a T-shirt again because if you caught him last year, that dude was yeah. ripe. A minute before <laughs> yeah. like he was dripping. I like that. I, oh, I, I don't think he can make it 
six games. I think I think he'll die on the court. I don't think he'd make it, man. Well, I wish he was the coach at Ohio State because I love the way he coaches, dude. I'll That's, take his I brother. Like it. I'll take his brother. Yeah, something's got to give. Can his brother recruit? <laughs> They're in the tournament. Yeah, you're right. You're right. I'll take uh, I'll take Duke over Arizona. That game could go either way. It's going to be a really good game. And I'll take uh, North Carolina over Kansas. I w- it, this tournament sucks. College basketball's down. You don't. We just did an hour pod. <laughs> we did, it, but it's we did an hour pod, and we all, all of us put almost all the one seeds in the tournament, one or two seeds in the tournament outside of Purdue, which we were laughing at Chili for doing. But it's it's tough. Like you know, in past you could say, well, this team at least has the talent to get there. There's not many – the guard play right now within the country is so piss poor. There's no guard play. So yeah, which I think there's I mean, teams – I think there's teams that could – like UCLA could make a Final Four, could make a title game, could win it all. I just don't like them playing Kentucky again. Like I, I, the way they set this tournament up actually I think is where I'd find more of the fall. I, I like Gonzaga. I don't like them playing Arizona again. Like, I, I, like the way they set some of these up, I just don't like the repeats. Yeah, and I'll give you a UCLA. They have, they do have the talent to, to win it, yeah. But they're still a three. Pick someone that's a five or higher that you could even fathom getting to the title game uh, with their guard Notre play. Notre Dame could. Ugh. Or at least mm-hmm. the Final Four. Ugh. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, the, the way the bracket is set up, it's very hard to get cute with this bracket. Yeah, it's, it's hard to get cute with it. The way it's set up, it's it's tailor-made for the big dogs to get where they need to go. And with that, I'll take Duke over Arizona. I'll take North Carolina over Kansas. And I think on the I think North Carolina can get Duke this time in the championship. And I'll take North Carolina to win it all. I can't I, I can't argue with that. I just I just, I just cannot put Roy Williams on my main line here. So oh, can you Duke. imagine the narrative? Oh, he's back in the title game and uh, now he's, you, the, he's the greatest coach ever. And yet. Uh, yeah, but they have can the you talent. Imagine the, the Sunday the before if Duke and North Carolina are playing each other in the national championship game. Can you believe that Sunday before that Monday oh. game? Oh, they would have to put Dick Vitale in a clean room. <laughs> Yeah, that's it, though. I mean, North Carolina has more talent than anyone in this whole tournament. That's why I'm picking them. That's it. Not because I like their coaching. In fact, I think they're grossly, grossly just just terribly coached and on the wing especially. They, they have these laws that they just play so terrible for like six minutes. And if you play like that in a tournament, we all know that, I mean, that can just – that can end you. So who knows? I mean, anything can happen. We'll see. Yep, that's right. We shall see. It's the most fun time of year, though. Yeah. Day and sports it, you know, are fantastic. You mix in green beer, it's like lighter mm-hmm. fluid, baby. I wish I was back in college. You imagine you imagine being a senior in college, and you pretty much have everything lined up, and it's Friday of the tournament, and it's St. Patty's Day. My God. Oh, I've been there. I've been in Vegas for it. I got a word. Devastation. Absolute devastation. devastation. Yeah, Nick Schilling. Yeah, that'd be that dude. Be a walking zombie. Yep. Nick, take us home, baby. Zombie. All right, send us uh, out of here, show. 
All right. Well, um, yeah, I'm going to take over the NG pod CFB. So I'll be tweeting all during March Madness. Um, hopefully my boss isn't listening, but my schedule is pretty lax. So I'll be firing out tweets starting at 1215 from the Notre Dame game. So uh, follow us there, NG pod CFB. Um, I just have one disclaimer I want to kind of throw out there. On social media, so Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, I don't care what it is, no one cares about your bracket. Okay? You know, even your mom, well, I'll talk to you later, she does not care about your bracket. Don't tweet about it being busted. Don't Facebook about it. No one cares. Okay? So just move on. Move on with your life. Uh, Sean and Mark, you guys got uh, anything else to add? No, Nick and Akron's a sourpuss. That's all I Man, I know what I care about. No, no, here's the thing. Get my money right. Get my money right. I don't care about your bracket. I don't. I I, I do not care about your bracket. Yeah, you do. Deep down. Sean, I got one question before we go. What day is coming from someone that tweets about some late night Portland State game where he took the money line in the second half? That's Nick Schilling. That's Nick and Akron. Sean, I got one question. What day is the national championship game on? What what day does it fall on? Day of the week. Monday. Monday? Oh, folks, you're in for a treat because that's called oh, a Monday God. night Monday Monday night money special for all of you for free. Man, I'm gonna bring Monday my talents. Man. Oh man, Monday night money will be back. One live session. It'll be great, guys. Saturday Final Four, Sunday WrestleMania, Sunday or Monday National Championship game. So, Jeez. that's Get great. Tissues in the lotion next to Nick Show, and and Bovada right, and on Bet Online. Of, uh, yeah, whatever. On behalf of um, on behalf of the Zustin brothers, uh, I'm Nick Schulig. We're going to uh, maybe have another one. You guys want to do this after the, um, after the first yeah, weekend? Yeah, we'll, we'll do it next week once we realize how wrong we were about the first, you know, the round of 32 and 16. All right. So we'll, uh, we'll talk about the Sweet 16 Elite Eight. And, um, you know, guys, good luck with your brackets. Don't tweet about them because then you're a tool. But uh, uh, good luck on your brackets, and uh, we'll talk to you next week. Hey, let me get my money right. <laughs>